0: Welcome back to Barnum & Banter. We're going to start things off with a reading. Get
1: us in there. Really. We're, going to, we're, going to, we're going to read from, um, I know I mentioned it last week, Scott Harrison's Charity Water. Um, it's good to Gary Vee for one. It's called, it's called First. Yeah, that doesn't actually appear on the Barnum & Banter bingo, which <laughs> shout out to uh, Sean Morgan for putting that together because that was awesome. And uh, we're going to try and get a lot of people drunk. Hopefully they've already drank from Gary Vee. Yeah, well, I'm just gonna get going with the reading. I'm pretty sure I'm on the right page, but let me just make sure. Okay, so this is actually quite a nice segue between previous episode and this episode, but at the end of this reading, we'll be able to talk you through what it is that this episode is about. Or you can probably tell by the title of the um, (laughs) Spotify Spotify episodes, but um, let me just get going, yeah? Looking back, I'd always assume we'd easily hit $100 million by our 10th year. By now, with year 10 just around the corner, I started to wonder if we'd ever reached that mark with me at the helm. Even with all of Ross and Linda's mentoring, I still wasn't the CEO Charity Water deserved. Come to think of it, I would never enjoyed the managing, the planning, the day-to-day grind of being CEO, all of which was taking up more and more of my time. I started to wonder what it would look like to put someone else in charge, someone better. I think we need a professional CEO, I said to Lauren that summer. I'll stay on and change my title to something like Resident Storyteller or Chief Waterboy. I can work with our donors and well members, make speeches and come up with new ideas, but I don't think I have what it takes to get the organization to the next, to the next level. I don't know, Scott, she said. I think you, might, you may just need some time off. No, I said. Time off won't fix the problem. It wasn't the first time someone suggested I take a break. For years, people have been warning me of burnout. I couldn't count the number of friends who told me that the intensity I operated at just wasn't sustainable. Scott, you can't keep working like this, you go into collapse. 98 flights in a single year in coach? You're crazy. But every year I proved them wrong and Gleefer reminded them of the fact, I'm still here. Okay, so this episode is gonna focus on that burnout. I know we touched on it last week, but uh, I've had actually some really great feedback. What's incredible about this episode is we've finally been able to get the first few episodes up on Spotify, on iTunes, and we've had feedback and we've been able to kind of formulate where we want to go with the next few episodes. Uh, episode four, I've actually crowdsourced the theme, I don't know if you saw this Rory, but we're going to be going with... Um, not giving a fuck is episode four. But for this episode, and nice thank you for everyone who voted. Family all, friendly <laughs> then. <laughs> know, all five of you who voted on, on on that, and it was a landslide. Five um, for five thousand. All five five thousand. Hopefully, you know, you know that's the one that finally gets people to listen to our um, our rambling. But uh, this episode is all about the burnout, so we hope you enjoy it. So in terms of defining the burnout, um, people may feel it, but not necessarily have articulated it to a particular feeling so Rory in your words what would you say the burnout is?
0: I think there's like a mental and physical side of things but I guess they very much go hand in hand right? The burnout physically what you feel is like very lethargic um, like struggling to get up Bed, um, like very tired in the evenings. I guess yeah. actually it can be often that no matter like how much sleep you think you're getting, if you go to bed early, that doesn't yeah. really fix things. Yeah, yeah. And I think the mental side of that then is that. You probably just don't... You aren't able to concentrate as well. Yeah. Your work's suffering. Yeah. um, And you, like, struggle with, like, your organisation and planning. And I guess as well, the biggest thing is your motivation drops.
1: Yeah. I find myself... So when I... So recognising when you're going through that particular phase and and then countering it or figuring out a way to resolve that feeling, Mm. um, I always find myself... Uh, I get it a lot from from my partner, she'll say things like, you're not making any sense in text, like your your texts today have been completely off, which I don't even recognize when I'm doing it, Um, but it's little cues like that that help me realize that actually the last sort of few days, I've been working very, you know, working hard, or, or putting a lot of um, effort into a particular thing, and then going through this dip in, in energy levels, in mm-hmm. in, in, con- in and as you said, it affects your concentration. It affects your ability to give the most within a particular environment. It could be that could be work related. That could be as as you said, physical activity. You know, you just don't feel like you can perform at at your best, mm. and you're worried it's going to impact on on your professional life or your, your social life. Great example for me was last week at about Wednesday, Thursday. I really hit this like trough mm. in, in, in all senses of the word, in terms of my you know energy. And Friday night, we had our um leaving drink, which which you were at, Rory. What did you think? Did you have a good time?
0: Yeah, it was great. Thank you. Enjoyed
1: it. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, you still owe me for the uh, for the comedy tickets. Uh, <laughs> I'll try it uh, but yeah dropped off massively on Thursday kind of like Thursday Friday I was massively low on energy that meant that in that particular social environment I felt like I needed to overextend myself or put in more energy or, or, or try to tell myself to you know, almost put in more effort to communicate as much as I possibly can with people because I obviously didn't want people thinking I was like, "Oh, his and he's at his leaving drinks." I'm just, I'm just not as enthusiastic about yeah. the situation. I genuinely, by Friday last week, was completely burnt out, and we obviously had a night out. By Saturday morning, I was, I was super rough, and I guess I've also been fighting like a, a an illness. I know a lot of people have been going through that at the moment, but I genuinely like. If Friday felt bad and yeah. I was able to battle through it, Saturday was a complete write-off.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially as England lost to Wales, which was that's yeah, great watching that in pub with um, <laughs> you. Had a great time. Yeah, you just kept on changing your nationality every every time. <laughs> but I. But do, so, do you think that um, a burnout is recoverable from? So, do you think that? everyone experiences a burnout in whatever role they do.
1: Yeah, I think you, you talked about physical and mental. So physical, I think you need to give your body some rest, some some genuine rest. Mm-hmm. So Whether that be, if you've done five days at the gym or you're just constantly yeah. moving and constantly running, you've got to take those days off. You know, there's the, the, the formula to the best kind of active body. It's, you know, what is it? it you know, it's exercise, sleep and food, right? And mm-hmm. sleep being your opportunity to rest and let your body recover. So that's that's absolutely paramount. I think with the, the, the mental side of things as well, you just need to be able to switch off and it's something you talked about in work-life balance as well, being able to not necessarily focus on work 24-7 but have an opportunity for you to think about something else and just and just take your mind away from, from what it is that's going on in your professional life.
0: I guess it's another time where we, we can go back to it depends a lot on your employer as well, though, doesn't it? Because if you're not given the opportunity to, to switch off, then that, like, this is what I feel that your mental side controls the physical side as well. Like, yes, yeah. you could stop going to the gym. And I remember it was like, let's well, go back to the early days when we were like yeah. leaving very late and then still going to the gym anyway. We, I, I think it's sustainable. Like we always said, that kind of passion product for a while. But do you like, like your employer has to enable you to be able to to do this, like to yeah. actually switch off. And I think this is like what's quite interesting about these concepts, like duvet days and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. right? you're literally like installed, and I think this is really cool for some yeah. employers. Is like turn, like turn everything off. Yeah. Like today you're not responsible for anything. You're, yeah. Today today's about you, don't worry, we're not gonna get in contact with you. It, it could be a Wednesday or something, you just feel dead. Yeah. And not because you've been out or anything, but literally just you don't have the energy anymore. Yeah. That, I think for me, is, is something that will really be able to keep sustain yeah. people and
1: keep them wanting to be working there and motivating. Yeah, and there's studies on it that suggest that that does actually yeah, improve productivity, right? Like, for throughout, sure. throughout a particular period. I
0: think, but I think that's something like very much now I'm trying to instill with what I'm doing is that everyone has that ability to recharge because I've seen it personally. I've seen people go through it. Once you hit that burnout point mentally, something needs to change yeah. or, or you will be in that kind of vicious cycle of burnout yeah. because there's a reason you got to that and you're, it's always going to be kind of there. Yeah. So you need to work out what steps to decrease the kind of energy yeah. flow you need every day. Because energy is not infinite. You yeah. know, your energy isn't infinite. It's something that can needs yeah. to be broken up and <clears throat> used and allocated.
1: At certain times, you can feel like it is infinite. Yeah. Do you ever get those moments where you just like you'll be working till eleven o'clock at night? Yeah. If something,
0: if something exciting is happening or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I get that. <laughs>
1: you feel like you can just keep going for like days, and, but there will never be there'll never be that drop off. But still, the next. Yeah, but still, the next day, I feel that you you'd, you'd suffer energy yeah. wise. Yeah, it is, it is true, and um, and just the, the follow up to that particular passage that we read, Scott does eventually take he takes time off, but he also recognises that. He doesn't want to be doing nothing, he just wants to reposition himself within a particular organization. And then he understands that where he felt like he completely burnt out, where he was doing things wrong, it takes him some self, uh, sort of self-evaluation or self-awareness to understand that actually what he thought was a downward slope of the company happens everywhere. So everyone goes through that. every company yes. experiences these years of not so positive growth. But it's just a case of, I think they talk about the fundamentals of the company and they, they look at it and say, have you stuck to the reason you're doing this? Are you still, do you still have the same process, but have you cut any corners? And he I think he answers all those questions, no, and, or, or he stuck to, they stuck to their principles, they don't cut any corners. Mm-hmm. And he said, you stuck to the fundamentals of the company, you stuck to the reason that you're doing what yeah. you're doing, you've been doing this for the past 10 years, you've had, not the best year that you've ever had. Things will you know, every company goes through this. It's very easy to,
0: you know, forget almost what the reason you started it was. Yeah. And if you don't know what that is, then it's not gonna keep working. You know, you can't just keep going like walking blindly down that road, yeah, hoping it's gonna work. You need to keep on yeah. reinforcing this is the reason we're doing it. And that yeah. means you need to have a clear idea of what you're doing, and you, that always has to be clear. You know? Yeah.
1: Do, do you, yeah. you ever look at the way you eat or the or the things that you drink uh, as a complement to how you're feeling during the day, or, or a way of uh, as a remedy to to that burnout? Is there anything that you use? The
0: things I I've, I've like decided to do is very much keep like my kind of like not my social life, but my life in terms of like having like drinks or whatever to the mm-hmm. weekend, so that I'm clear headed through the week, but. As also, what I've started using is CBD oil, and that was like recommended yeah. to me by you, and you said it was really good. And we've mentioned it in previous episodes, but I've now been using it for a few weeks, and I really feel that it's helped me in terms of like, perhaps like just being a bit more relaxed. I also use probiotics, which I'm the states, which I think for yeah. me have been really good. Like I think your gut is like your second brain, right?
1: Do you see they're using they're they're trying to pull strains of probiotic from like athletes. Guts, really? so they're trying to manipulate them so that they, they, they're like literally injecting you with wow. the bacteria from it, from from athletes. I'm not sure I want that. I don't know, like it's a new one. You say like,
0: bulbs, you like stomach? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, Chuck, Chuck in me Chuck
1: it Think me like, LeBron James would be like Duncan. Oh um, mate Tim Duncan. <laughs> Tim Duncan. Did you see that uh, basketball player whose shoe gave away in the game? Yeah, game?
0: dude. Yeah. Did you see Barack Obama with the 4-4 on his blazer? president is
1: like than ever <laughs> wearing airpods too she so was like oh, representing everyone yeah. <laughs> actually like sponsors we haven't heard anything from anyone I know it's WKD haven't watching our stories so we've got, we've got a nibble. One thing I have yeah, yeah, are You serious? Yeah, They haven't said. They haven't like. They haven't responded. I'm going to reach out to them. Uh, Tag them in this thing. Yeah, so, I did actually bring. I actually on that. I did bring some kombucha today, but because they haven't responded to us, uh, we're not going to even mention them because is this, they're going to miss out on you know well, tens of pounds of rose. I mean, do you want one? I've, I've actually bought the exact same ones that we had next to once. Do you want...
0: Do you, do you have any new Yeah, 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 mat, you want them. I've had a matcha latte. Yeah, yeah. I've had... No, it isn't. I had a matcha oatmeal... Oat milk, not oat milk, oat milk something. Yeah, I had uh, Rory's special, which I've upgraded to like vegan status. Yes, yeah, so it's now Andy
1: Supreme. What? No, it's it nothing that. to
0: do with your bullshit drink. <laughs> it's um, it's oat milk. It's like an oat milk latte. Yes, yeah. obviously. Yeah. What else did I have? Oh, and I had a uh, ginger shot. So I am living Absolutely. the dream. So in, ter- in, ter- in terms of like making sure I don't burn out, no, I I've got all kinds of stuff going on in me. It's all it's all now. Like, i just I had CBD this morning and probiotics. Yeah. So I am literally, my body is a temple.
1: <laughs> a temple. Temple of all sorts. Of temple of all sorts. it got stuff things.
0: running around it. I don't need that. Athletes, whatever it is, athletes' foot. Yeah,
1: athletes' foot. <laughs>
0: But, ginger one did I
1: have <laughs> what is this kombucha <laughs> what is this kombucha but um so as we as we sip on this uh, unbranded uh, terrible kombucha this is low bros, right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. low bros, you know we're, we're going to give you one more shot at being the headline now this one's shit platinum sponsor platinum <laughs> <fun> and bad <banter. laughs> uh, I genuinely genuinely think you're going to regret this in a, in a year's time so I would say get at us now um, and, and you we're going to start tra- <laughs> <laughs> Andy- <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start charging very soon. It's going to be a very high rate. Yeah, it's huge. So CBD, actually, mm-hmm. what you were saying, I started combining it with. The, the coffee I was drinking throughout the day because I found myself getting to a point where I was drinking, you know, three to four cups a day, and I was like, I'm noticing it really affected. Just really quickly? Yeah, That's way too much coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got a problem. It's yeah. one of those gallon mugs, yeah. too. So <laughs> it's legit. I've got the drip on, on all the time. So. just like switching in gallon cups. But seriously, no, I did actually cut down on that, and I'm trying to reintroduce green tea into my, into my diet. And I started mixing CBD with coffee, and I really felt like it did, it probably reduced the. the, the The height of energy that I get, or the caffeine um, kick that I get from coffee, but it also drew it out and meant that the dips weren't as as severe. And I genuinely found um, it did reduce anxiety because I do, you know, I do get anxiety Mm. uh, attacks. Well, not attacks, but like you know, uh, my anxiety levels will increase or decrease day by day, depending on you know factors like how I'm eating, the amount of sleep I've got, the activity I've been doing, the rest. You know, the rest of how as I've said. But I found it genuinely had an impact.
0: Yeah, I mean I don't think it's a placebo. Um, I think there's enough proof. I guess what I don't want to happen is that I then feel the need to have like C B D like in order yeah, in order to like feel that I have to act normal. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I don't want.
1: I I had this um there's a there's an ingredient called L theanine out there as well, Mm. which is also incredible and it it has similar effects to C B D and it's been used alongside coffee to to reduce the highs and lows. Yeah. At one point, I was having it every day, and it did get to the point where I almost felt like, if I don't have it, what's yeah. the impact gonna be on my day? Yeah, sure. And I, I, I didn't notice that much of a difference, I, all, I didn't want to become reliant on it, is what I'm saying. Yeah. So I eventually found myself thinking, right, I need to wean off it. Same way I kind of try to wean, wean well, off Well, I mean,
0: Cause most weird. people are reliant on coffee, right? Like, we're sitting on WeWork right now, hashtag WeWork. Hashtag and WeWork, get out <laughs> of sparring banter. Yeah, get
1: um, <laughs> <laughs> we're still,
0: we stuck in again. Yeah. You know, still have a key card. We still have a key card. But I mean, They're literally, do- there's like a queue. There's like a massive yeah. queue because they have like baristas downstairs and get whatever coffees you want and yeah. they have machines everywhere. I mean, everyone here is like reliant on coffee somewhere in the right Yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess it's just, it's like, yeah, but I actually was just thinking of something quite funny. Do you remember when we used to, um, when we used to go to this gym together, and even when we were leaving super late, we used to take this pre-workout before we went to the gym. <laughs> so we were literally shaking afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what it was, but
1: it was just so ridiculous. It'd be like two AM on a and I'm like, why can't I sleep? Yeah, <laughs> the next day, like, I think I'm gonna burn out. <laughs> So I think we should also talk about advice to people when they do get to that point, when you do feel like you're getting to that point. And maybe, I don't know if you noticed, but we've changed a lot of our messaging. We came across this term that's mental happiness rather than mental health. And Roy and I were messaging about it. And I was like, this is genuinely what we're about. That mental happiness is about the pursuit of that happiness you feel when you're doing something you love. It promotes mental happiness. And that's what I think the pursuit of Mental health is right. It's it's about recognizing and self-evaluating in terms of what makes you feel good and pursuing those particular passions. Um, so I think it's important to to speak about uh, burnouts and recognize once you've recognized it, once you feel yourself in that position, it's okay. Like people go through it. We we've, we've been through it. People around us go through it. Don't feel like you don't have to voice it or show it because I think I mean honestly, if you don't voice it
0: you're either gonna like I think there's two routes you're either probably gonna lose your job you're either or you're gonna ha- or you're gonna want to leave that job or this is like this can be the onset of a mental problem like a mental health problems so, you know if you don't and because and, yeah. you know you can only sustain being that low on energy and that burned out for so long so I think it's very important you voice that and I think if you know, I, I actually remember uh, like one of our, one of our couple of staff actually came to me and said, I'm actually struggling a bit at the moment, I need help. Yeah. And I think that for me at the time was probably the first time I've ever heard that. Yeah. But now I really recognize that so much better and I think that's such a, a great approach and it, and it takes a lot of guts but also it, it's something that you should almost recognize as someone if you're running a business is you know, it's like care for your employees is the most important thing and I think yeah this is what's so great about and hopefully I mean still I don't think it's where it needs to be but yeah. Um, I think you do need to recognise that, you know, you yeah. can, even if some, even if someone maybe you don't feel that someone's like working themselves to complete exhaustion like just sitting there to turn o'clock at night, yeah. it doesn't mean they're not sitting there thinking about it all the time and worried and, and whatever. So you need to make sure that you, you, you put precautions in place for that.
1: No, I think that's great. All right Rory, so I've got some stats for you. It's based on our on our launch. So obviously since last episode we hadn't actually got anything out there, I mentioned at the beginning of this episode. We now have over 200 listeners which is incredible like I'm very very surprised uh, so thank you everyone who's managed to listen to it so far sorry we didn't get any content out content out on um, on Sunday but we're going to make sure that this is available uh, Sunday which is today if you're listening to this um, as soon as it's gone up wait today's not Sunday We. <laughs> <laughs> We're approaching 100 followers on Instagram. Absolutely. are uh, absolutely killing it.
0: And and today's all about the micro-influencers. So there,
1: it is micro-influencers. So, again, Lobos, I mean, momos you're missing out. You're and really missing out. Just really quickly, just yeah. so I can
0: add, a, add another stat to these stats, yeah. I've actually seen that Carling, uh, they've, re- they've released their end-of-year yeah. report on sales, and they've actually... That fourth quarter, which I assume, I know this is quarter one right now, but yeah. I take what we've done as quarter four. <laughs> yeah. They've actually, it's flown up, it's smashed. They've to, nailed it. They've yeah, nailed it. I think they've yeah. hit like
1: 300 million sales. Oh, yeah. So, so we're, we're, we're owed some serious Can policies. we sue? <laughs> can yeah. we sue? I'm suing someone. I mean, I don't even know if colleagues have ever been mentioned on Instagram before, but we—I no. think I tagged them. Well, that's where all those sales. <laughs> that's where all those we sales, sales actually, are. We can actually
0: attribute marketing to sales for once—the first time ever.
1: <laughs> so I. Um, so the other, the other, the ever amazing stat, which I just like to point out, we're obviously on iTunes as well. We've just cracked the top five episodes on iTunes right now when you search Barnum. Yes, that is, <laughs> that is really, really yes! impressive. It's it's flooded with. Barden and Bailey the, the, the circus kind of um, I'm really content that. but we're in there we're in there just this Barden and banter
0: and there's just not many that many people on iTunes anyway are there? I mean, in terms of like release content it's not much no 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 there's a no, lot no, no, there's, there's a lot there's like, there's a lot, you no, know. There's like Drake <laughs> yeah yeah and then Taylor Swift and I think that's about it Taylor Swift there's
1: Jay-Z you know he started he started iTunes he's wasn't? not yeah yeah he's uh, no he started no, Tidal. Tidal that was it Tidal, Tidal same thing Tidal, at Tidal get at us get at yeah, us, get at us. So yeah, and for a 30 minute long podcast, I think to be getting up to, you know, we're pushing 250 listens actually on on Spotify, which I'm actually really happy about. But it, it, I, get, I, I suppose what it means is we've been able to actually get our voice heard by 250 people. We create this platform that hopefully, we're gonna make sure that we keep
0: producing this content. Absolutely, we're, we're gonna keep producing whether you like it or not, but um, you know, genuinely, I've had numerous people reach out to me this week, and yeah. last week saying they're a little bit pissed off because um, we haven't got content up quickly enough and that we haven't been publishing quick enough on Spotify. One person actually wrote, it doesn't publish quickly on Spotify though, does it? <laughs> I was like, no, oh, well, yeah, thank yeah. you. Well,
1: yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's real, real slow. I'm like like a busy. very busy boy. <laughs> <laughs> I got told that our random word generator segment was terrible. <laughs> We, what we should tell people was we recorded we recorded it once oh yeah and it actually deleted the recording so we
0: then had to like record it again I had to tell Rohan the other day that um, that I he said oh I really love the answer you gave to my question I was like mate you should have heard the first one but it, it oh, cut off didn't it
1: it was dynamite. I strange. reckon if we hadn't recorded that the first time round, we would be in the at top, least top three top three of the, Barnum, of, bands of, of one. the Barnum, of Barnum with Jay-Z of the Barnum word search
0: Maybe we just need to start tagging like Jay Z or something, Let's no. just <laughs> in, you know, like Spotify things. Maybe we should just tag, just tag first Jay Z song on Spotify.
1: Well, I mean, we don't we don't mention that many brands, so I think if we just focus on the ones that we do talk about, we're going to relentlessly
0: come for Low Bros, Carling, W K. Yeah, we're
1: going to try and get Barack Obama into the next episode. Maybe we dive in. He'd love it. He'd love Hale it. And Tyson Fury. He'd love it. Maybe we'll save him for um, what was it? What was it? What was it? For, uh, forty-four. Episode forty-four. Yeah, episode forty-four. President. Um, which will probably be in the next one. Ten years, maybe. Yeah, we'll be there. No, okay. we're gonna work on. We'll work on once a week. Huh? One a week. So,
0: so we're gonna start with our first segment. So something went down really well with our copious amounts of listeners was um, fan questions. Oh, so yeah, I've got I've really, I've actually got three, and we're gonna answer oh three of them. Okay. And all from the same person.
1: So we haven't heard these either.
0: No. So uh, this guy actually used to live in Germany, moved out to I think San Francisco. And he's been out there working for for a quite a big on um, like Starbucks SME now. Um and he had some really good questions. So I hope you've oh. got on some really good hope you brought hope yep. you brought your brain with you today oh once, my God, because He didn't do that for three years. Got, definitely did not. Uh, well, it's typical man. Um, so the first one is this. Yeah. Uh, did going to a private school with lots of wealthy kids affect your relationship with status from money? For, I'd say this for me, I had a really, I actually had this conversation with a friend of mine a little while ago. What I would say was um, that it gave, gave me a very different perspective on life. Perspective on life of what I want for myself is maybe a bit, a lot more than the average person. Yeah. Because I've seen, and I expect a lot more of myself. So, because I've seen that astronomical wealth and been around a lot of people, and most of our friends kind of were in that kind of group and, and whatever. Yeah. It, it 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 made it almost have a sense of normality for me. Yeah. So I feel that's what I kind of like strived to get to. not that I strive to get to, but I just feel that's for me what my mindset is so yeah. perhaps more than a person but it's like anything in life right it's like
1: i think for me the our upbringing what, what was what was so incredible about it was we were in an environment where we weren't just around one particular uh, one particular set of people we were around people from all different backgrounds mm-hmm. so not not just wealth but also upbringings and and religion ethnicity <laughs> and it gave us this much it gave me a much deeper understanding of of the world it really did help open up my eyes for what I want to do, or, or, or what makes me happy, and it's not been about it's not been about money. It's 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 been about that happiness that I get from you know spending time with my family and growing up. My two oldest brothers went to boarding school, so when they'd come back for school holidays, it was great to just all hang out. And it became it became nof- nothing nothing materialistic. It, it literally became about what makes me happy is spending that time with the family. So. Yeah. So question number two,
0: as ambitious and successful entrepreneurs, thank you very much. Uh, what if any financial <laughs> sacrifices have you made in the service of happiness? Your own happiness versus conventional success. Also, do I have a bit of a Morgan Freeman voice when I read? I think people are saying that. I hear, I hear that quite a lot, like a bit quite silky god-like.
1: <laughs> I hate the sound of my voice. I'm, I really do hate I the sound I hate the sound of
0: yours. love the sound
1: of mine. <laughs> We'll just go and edit my voice out of all of these
0: episodes. I might general. just auto-tune yours. Yeah. <laughs> um, what if any financial sacrifices have you made in service of happiness, your own happiness versus conventional success? I mean, there was a stage when I had to put money into the business to keep things going. You know, it, it wasn't like the most secure thing, but at the time, I was absolutely in love with what I was doing, and I almost wrote that money off, and it was, you know, it was, for my age and whatever, it was quite yeah. substantial, and, but, you know, it was very much... Um, I was the only person who was going to who was do, do it at the time, it was down to me but I was happy to do it because I loved what I was doing but I, apart from that like I think my other kind of financial sacrifices were more like <laughs> spending on hanging out with friends and things like that, stuff that kept me going almost. Yeah, cool third question? Third question how do you search could you apply leveragepreneur concepts to your personal lives? This is a Bloody good one.
1: <laughs> we need that one a week, because that one has been trending.
0: Well, I mean, leveragepreneur, I leveragepreneur the shit out of you.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I mean, I, I mean, like, to be completely honest, like, your network is, of, is often, you know, it, it's how you can get things moving if you want to start a business. Uh, so I use my network in lots of ways. Like, one of the good examples is, like, uh, reaching out to Andy, and, and also, Andy, reaching out to me. And there was actually, we had to do a uh, an approval to get chia seeds put into juices. And luckily enough, I, I, and we didn't have any money at the time. And luckily enough, I knew this guy who was like this in, insane scientist. I was like, hey dude, so do you mind writing this crazy dossier with us? And he was coming in after, and he was like, we're doing his PhD work for 12 at night and helping us write this. Yeah. And so, you know, there are many, many elements and building blocks of the company and future companies that will come down to kind of who you know. Yeah. So, I mean, without my network and without knowing people, the company would be nowhere, or, and my future companies would be nowhere near where they would be.
1: Definitely. I think that's it. You bring your, everyone brings a network. It has helped me out in a professional environment, in a social environment, knowing people, being able to connect to certain people, um, introducing you to different concepts, using mentors as a way of bouncing ideas off of a variety of uh, people and different groups um, has been invaluable. And I think that's what you, you... You can never quantify the value of your own network, but yeah. I would say definitely make sure that you are working every day to make sure that you're ensuring that your network is as strong as it could be. For sure. And you're not neglecting anyone for the sake of, you know, they're not useful to you right now. Because I think, I think that would be a bad way of looking at things. For sure.
0: Well, thank you very much, Nicholas, for sending us in.
1: Those are some badass questions. Really we appreciate good. it.
0: You're um, obviously a lot smarter than both of us. lot smarter. <laughs> you should start your own podcast.
1: Yeah. Um, We'd happily you we'll happily have you
0: on. We'll pod you up for We'll you give you a good s- pod. The SF. Is that what they <laughs> say? Yeah. we
1: can do a remote episode from San Francisco
0: yeah get over there flights paid for first class we've got a really what do they have in, uh, in like, the green room they have like a Alcatraz a lift yep yeah, uh, <laughs> Alcatraz anyway move on from that so we don't go off a crazy tank. yeah cool
1: okay so we're going to also do the word of the week because I've had some really good feedback on that and it was absent from episode 2 so we're going to bring it back it's a concept we mention a lot and I like to say it all the time but it's you hear it a lot but until you get the definition of it You don't really think about it. And that idea is intertwined in the actual meaning of it. So the word of the week is self-awareness. So, the uh, Google Dictionary, <laughs> very, I <had> a very <laughs> prestigious Google I Dictionary, book, <laughs> describes self-awareness as conscious knowledge of one's own character and feelings. And I think a lot of what we've talked about so far on the podcast is about recognizing how you feel and how to adapt to it and how to react to it. So I think that's just very fitting to what it is we've been talking about. It's also about like
0: not being ashamed of like, your own character and your own feelings, like I feel that when you get into a certain environment, you're, you always feel like, I think it's a pressure you put on yourself is to perform yeah. to a certain type of manner, but um, yeah.
1: yeah. Like I've become very self-aware that low bros <laughs> do not like what we're putting out and are ignoring us. So what it is is manifesting this idea that, that they don't care about us, but what we're gonna continue to do yeah. is push content to them. We're gonna make and them feel self-aware about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> their character exactly.
0: is not very pleasing for us. <laughs> exactly.
1: Okay, so that's episode three done. Episode four, as you know, we did the poll. Not giving a fuck is what we're going to talk that? about. Well, actually, I'll save it for next week to explain it, but it may not be what you think it's about. It's the idea—it's it. the idea of convincing yourself through self-awareness and through understanding of how you feel in society, and trying to convince yourself to not give a fuck. How I tried to apply that to myself, and how I fail miserably at applying it to myself. But the benefits that people can reap from it. So that's episode four coming at you next week. we got this is episode three in the books. Hope you enjoyed it. Give us feedback. Instagram, Facebook. We're not on Twitter, but we're on YouTube. And, we're on Spotify, and, and, iTunes. And Annie Kelly. Kelly 90 at gmail.com. A. Kelly uh, 90 on Instagram or bottom & Banter. at Kelly ninety. I think, you know, the circus in town, but we're out. Bottom & Banter. See you later.